Welcome to the Revolutionary Stewardship Podcast. I'm your host, J.D. Shears, a pastor, certified kingdom advisor, certified stewardship instructor, and an investment advisor representative. We will be discussing topics such as biblically responsible investing, estate planning, and wealth transfer that will benefit you as an obedient steward. Christianity is revolutionary. Shouldn't your stewardship be as well? This broadcast is brought to you by the Ultimate Christian Podcast Network. I'm going to veer off the path of financial stewardship for today's topic for just a little bit. I want to talk to you about a disturbing trend that I see within the church or churches. Now, many of us have changed churches maybe several times over our lifetime. Very few of us actually attend the church that we were raised in, maybe from a child up through adulthood. I know there are some people that have, but for the most part, people have changed churches for a number of reasons. Maybe personal reasons, maybe they moved geographically, maybe the church shut down, maybe the church split, maybe there were some theology issues within the church that you left. There's just a number of issues, but very few people actually uh, attend one church their entire life. They have changed churches um, maybe a handful of times or maybe more than that over their lifetime. And what I'm seeing is that when people change churches, sometimes relationships cease. Sometimes relationships change between you and those people that are remaining in the church. Maybe through the church leadership, uh, the deacons, the bishops, the elders, maybe the pastor. That the relationship is no longer existent. And that is disturbing. Because that that tells me that that church is institutionalized and not part of the organism of the church. I want to give an example. My father passed away September 16th. And through social media, many of of my my quote-unquote friends um, offered words of support and condolences. People that I served in the military with that I haven't seen for, for many, many years offering their hand, offering support, offering prayer. Friends from school that I haven't seen since the mid-80s, offering those same words of prayer and support and condolences. Yet, members of a church or churches that I have have been uh, associated with, who still... You know, we are quote unquote, and I say quote unquote friends through social media that were aware of the passing of my father, never said a word, never offered prayers or condolences or support in any form or fashion. Now, I'm not talking about small congregations, I'm talking about sometimes one, two, or three hundred people in a congregation that I had relationships with. The actual church leadership that I had relationships with never said a word to me. Now, I don't need that, okay? But it still created bitterness in my heart, which I know is not healthy, is not healthy in my walk with the Lord. Now, I spent a lot of time in prayer over this particular issue. And it's not just the passing of my father. It's something that I have witnessed uh, quite frequently. And what it creates is people who have left a church or moved on sometimes don't return to church, sometimes don't worship like they should be, sometimes they're not not having conversations with the Lord 
because because of that particular issue. They see hypocrisy. They see that the relationships were not real, that they feel disenfranchised, that they feel left behind on what they thought were meaningful relationships that really weren't meaningful. And at that point, people feel like they were just a customer of the church as long as they were a member. Maybe they were actual members that they signed a contract or slash covenant with that particular church and that they tithe and, and they gave their, their grace offerings love offerings through the church and when that when you no longer entered the doors or you cast your shadow on the steps of that particular brick and mortar church the relationship stopped and i'm telling you that is dead wrong that is that is completely opposite of what the, what the church organism should be just because you change congregations does that does not mean that i have to turn my back to you and churches are finding reasons to do that. They, you, you actually feel like you're being shunned because you're no longer a member or, or uh, um, showing up on Sundays at that particular church. It is, it is simply wrong. And it pushes people away from Christ when we should be drawing people in. Why would you allow a brick and mortar church to create the relationship bond between people. It should not be so. There are a lot of people that believe in God, but just don't feel good about the relationships that with living, breathing human beings. They feel left behind. They feel like the church has failed them. That people actually didn't even ask why they left. Maybe there were some personal issues going on. Maybe you suffered a personal loss while attending the church and you left the church because no one mentioned anything to you or offered support. There is a whole demographic of those people. And it's not healthy for the church organism. God has not forgotten those people. God has not forgotten you. He knows who you are. The problem is that man has failed you. And man will always fail you if you rely upon that relationship. If you are in a congregation now, if you are a member of a church, I want you to think of people who have left. When is the last time you've actually reached out to them? When is the last time that you've, you've actually checked on them? Have, has the relationship ceased to exist because they went to another church? Even though you may have spent a lot of time in worship with them, you may have spent some, some uh, family time with them, you may have broken bread at your house or their house, and all of a sudden they are no longer at that church, so the, the relationship doesn't exist. People, that is wrong. It is wrong. Why do we allow brick and mortar to create relationships? Why do we allow brick and mortar to, to stop relationships? That brick and mortar church is nothing but a place to worship so that you don't get rained on. But we have allowed it to become institutions. We allow we have allowed it to become these things that create their their own doctrine and selecting sin that they're going to focus on. People, all sin will send you to hell. Basing particular sin within doctrine of your, your church, once again, is wrong. All sin sends you to hell. 
don't need to just focus on a handful. People, I'm, I'm telling you, I am, I am highly concerned. And God spoke to me, not literally. But I have never felt a stronger message from him since 2008. When I changed the platform of my worldview financial planning firm to a faith-based financial planning firm. I'm like, Lord, what is it that you want me to do? And the message I got was, Jay, focus on those those that feel left behind, those that feel disenfranchised, those that are not being served, those who have bitterness in their heart because relationships ceased when they thought relationships existed. Jay, focus on those because I, I have not forgotten them. People, I, I sit here today sharing this message because that is the literal message that I received from God. Not some kind of hocus pocus thing. But when I felt it, when I heard it, I knew it is exactly what God wanted me to speak about. That's why that I veered off the path of a, a podcast today about just purely financial stewardship. Because the the disenfranchised message is much more powerful. We need, to, we need to focus on the organism of the church. Stop turning our back to people because they've moved on in their life, regardless of the reasons. If they change congregations, wish them well. Don't cease the relationship. It's not about the plaque that hangs on the outside of the church saying what the name of the church is. It has nothing to do about that. Why are we working against each other when we should be working with each other? You know, churches within small towns are competitive against each other. They're worried about losing members to another church. It's, it's so frequent. It's just, it's just common for people to change churches. Stop letting that dictate relationships. I challenge you today. I challenge you today, this issue. If you feel disenfranchised, <coughs> if you're one of those, if you're one of those, I want you to reach out to me. Because I'm here to tell you that God has not forgotten you. God has not forgotten you. If you're one of those who has bitterness because of the relationships that were lost Relationships that were lost within a church. Reach out to me. Because I'm telling you this. God still loves you. God is calling people to serve you. God has called me to serve you. Don't give up on God. Because God has not given up on you. And we have to. We. Me included. We have to move past the bitterness. Of disappointment. Which is exactly what is creating a fence between us and our and our obedience to God. Our God is a loving God. And I want you to know that. If you would like to talk to me about maybe your disappointment, maybe how you feel disenfranchised by the church, I would love to talk to you. 
I'd love to talk to you. You can find my contact information at kingdomplanadvisory.com. Even though it's not stewardship related, I I am here to serve you. Kingdomplanadvisory.com. You could call me at 888-226-7614. Let's have that discussion. I don't want you to feel disenfranchised. I don't want you to feel lost. God bless you and have a great rest of your day. Thank you for listening to Revolutionary Stewardship. I encourage you to visit KingdomPlanAdvisory.com to read our latest articles and sign up for our monthly newsletter. If you would like to arrange a free stewardship consultation, please schedule on our website or you may call 888-226-7614. Securities offered through Vanderbilt Securities LLC, member FINRA, SIPC, and registered with MSRB. Advisory services offered through Vanderbilt Advisory Services. God bless.